0: Hello and welcome to the Generous June Daily Podcast, where we'll be exploring generosity together. Today's podcast is from Malcolm Chamberlain, Archdeacon of Sheffield Archdeaconry. I wonder if you've ever been on the receiving end of unmerited generosity. I guess we've all received gifts from loved ones at significant times, such as birthdays and Christmas, and some of us may have received generous gifts out of the blue from friends who simply wanted to express their love or appreciation. But have you ever been on the receiving end of generosity from a stranger for no apparent reason? When I was living and serving as a mission partner in Pakistan in the early 1990s, I had such an experience. I'd travelled with Joe, who is now my wife, to a town in northern Pakistan, arriving after a long journey in the middle of the Islamic holy festival of Eid al-Adha. Perhaps not surprisingly, although we hadn't necessarily expected it to be the case, all the cafes and restaurants were closed. Well, it was a national holiday. We were standing outside one such closed restaurant, wondering where we were going to find something to eat, when a man approached us. Given my largely failed attempts to learn Urdu, I was very grateful that he spoke good English, and having discovered that we were a bit stranded with nowhere to eat, he invited us back to his house for a meal. And what a meal it was! Eid al-Adha is, I guess, the Muslim equivalent to our Christmas day, at least in terms of the celebration and food, and this man had invited two complete strangers to share his dinner. Not only that, but his wife joined us to eat, which would normally have been regarded as inappropriate given that another man, me, was present. But this additional generous act was solely to make Joe feel welcome. Pure, unmerited generosity. We ate and shared with this wonderful couple with glad hearts, and in doing so were left with a challenge about how we also live generously. In opening chapter 8 of his second letter to the Corinthian church, Paul highlights a similar act of generosity. Having expressed his joy over the news brought by Titus, Paul turned his attention to the collection that was being made among the Gentile churches to assist the Jewish Christians of Judea, who had been hit hard by poverty and famine. The largely Gentile church in Antioch had responded quickly by sending relief, and before long the churches in Galatia were joining in. This was a wonderful expression of Gentile Jewish Christian unity and by the time Paul wrote this second letter to the Corinthians, the Macedonian churches had begged him for the privilege of joining in giving to this relief effort, even though they themselves were poor. It's hardly surprising then that Paul attributes the Macedonians' generosity to the grace of God. We want you to know, brothers and sisters, about the grace of God that has been granted to the churches of Macedonia. As one commentator writing on this verse puts it, God is generous, and where his grace is truly experienced in people's lives, the evidence will be a similar love and generosity. Of course, such love and generosity is not simply about money. Our response to the grace of God will impact how we share the gospel with others how we serve those in need, how we stand against injustice, how we live responsibly in relation to God's creation. It will impact our priorities in life, in fact, the whole of our lives. And yes, that does include our money too. Our generous Muslim hosts who shared their celebration of Eid in 1993 did not appear to be particularly wealthy. And I'm not 100% sure why they invited us into their home that day. But I'm pretty confident that their act of generosity had something to do with the gratitude they felt towards God for all that they had received from God. How much more so, then, for us who follow the incarnate God and Saviour, Jesus Christ, the one who, out of his immeasurable love and grace for us, humbled himself and became obedient to death on a cross and having defeated death in his resurrection, generously poured out his Holy Spirit upon all who follow him to dwell in our hearts and empower us in his service. Such amazing grace and generosity demands lives of grace and generosity. Friends, can I encourage you, as I close, to spend some time today reflecting on God's generosity towards you, Maybe reread the Passion narrative from one of the Gospels, or simply sit in quiet and count your blessings. And as you do, allow the Holy Spirit to fill you with a renewed sense of gratitude that flows forth into generous living. Paul wrote to the Corinthian Christians We want you to know, brothers and sisters, about the grace of God that has been granted to the churches of Macedonia. May the same be said of us. Thank you for joining us for the generous June daily podcast. We hope to see you again tomorrow.